Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the steel book of music? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? I'm annoyed. You're annoyed. <laughs> yes. It's uh, egret season here in North Texas, which means... I don't even know what sound they make. I don't either. All I know is the sound of the goddamn flare guns that go off every 23 God. minutes. I don't even... I swear that... I've never seen egrets, so I guess the flare guns are doing their job, but there's just like a brigade of citizens that is assigned to wield these flare guns, roll around the streets in safety vests and golf carts and just like fucking suns out, flare guns out. They're just like firing off every time they see an egret just scared away. And it's I driving mean, me. I remember mad. this story, but maybe you come up with a new solution and take it to your <laughs> Yeah, mayor, because it's a city thing. There you go. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about writing stuff to our congressman because Taylor was like, how do you get something to be changed? And I was like, I don't know, you're supposed to call your congressman and they're supposed to be like, I understand you, you know. And then do shit all about it because fucking exactly. Ted Cruz sits up there. So, you know. Yeah. What is your proposed alternate solution? I don't know. I think if we just like tie all the egrets together by their necks, like a cartoon or something. And then just swing them around and throw them as far as we can, like some kind of Olympic sport. What if you still rode around in the golf carts, um, vests on, but you just blared uh, eye to eye from a go- from a goofy movie, <laughs> all just like through town? At least That's you would the like enjoy anthem. it. Everyone knows you know? that. You would like enjoy the sound, right? You'd be like, oh my god, oh my god, the goofy movie guy's coming. It's like the ice cream truck, but yeah. something entirely different. And then you just see people flock from their homes and dance for like the 20 seconds as he rolls by, you know? And then, and then you look next door to your neighbor. You both get sad. You go, oh, that was short-lived. And then you go back inside. <laughs> Truly a pandemic miracle. <laughs> bonding in times of corona. I mean, you moved, you moved rooms. <laughs> Do you hear less of it in your new, like, office space? Yeah, in my studio, I can't hear it, which is great. But, like, my work office space is, like, in the front room of my house. And it's just all I hear all day long. It's just, like, pop, sizzle, pop, sizzle. I I still kind of can't believe it. I want to, like, just come spend the night on a weekday (laughs) and just experience it in real time. I know. I, I... you should you should come over and just listen to the egret guns with me. I'm just gonna sit out on the porch in this little rocking chair and just be like, "Oh, there's another one. No more egrets here. No more egrets here. Go on, get." Um, well, speaking of irritating things, uh, we kind of got into this in our last stream that we did. Our final 
our final Yimtober stream. I know, our Mansions of Madness, our happy finale. But uh, there was a balloon outside. <laughs> yeah. And Bulbasaur did not enjoy that. And I have well, further updates. Oh, further updates? Okay. Well, he went from being like tough and like, fuck that balloon. Oh, I don't like you, right? <laughs> I hate this balloon. To like... I will piss myself if I see this balloon. Oh no. <laughs> like it didn't get intimidated by his by his growls, I guess. So he's like, "Oh fuck, he's not scared of me. I'm scared of him now." <laughs> this balloon's one tough motherfucker. <laughs> his tune completely changed and now he's absolutely terrified. The balloon is still in the house and I just have it laying there so that he'll like walk by. I'm trying to get him like used to it. Like, look, it but just why? sits there. It doesn't bother you. And Just... half the time, he never notices. <laughs> but every now and then, he'll, like, catch it in, like, the side of his eye and go, Ah! Ah! Fuck the balloon! <laughs> Why did you bring the balloon inside? Well, we brought it in to get a video of him being tough on it. Okay. And we almost... Well, we basically didn't get one because it almost turned into, I'm terrified of that now. Oh, no. And we just never cut it or popped it. So it's just it's just kind of hanging out. This random, random balloon that showed up in our yard. Just like a, a normal like birthday party balloon? Yep, it's just a blue balloon. Okay. And it lives in our house now until it slowly <laughs> deflates and dies. <laughs> and then I'll be like, look, Bulbasaur, if you wait long enough, it will deflate and be gone. You defeat your enemy with time. That's the way it works. And he'll be like, ah, I'm young. The balloon is old, I see. Time wears us all down, Bulbasaur. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just didn't expect him to become so fearful of it in, like, ten minutes. Animals are so weird, man. They'll flip on their head about something. Can we crack this? Yes, please. I need I need this. I also need this. My throat. <sighs> My throat has been just, like full of pollen all the time oh my god really i don't know what's going on man my allergies this year have been just like absolutely unbearable i can't even i still have nothing man i don't know what's going on like maybe it's a new type of pollen that blew in because they've never been this bad for me yeah and you're feeling nothing yeah i have nothing the only thing taylor says could be different is we did get a humidifier that i sleep with now yeah Dude, I fucking love that humidifier. What kind of humidifier is it? Because I've, I have one, and it works fine. It's just like, the design is not great. <laughs> Sometimes um, it just leaks everywhere. It's just like, uh, I think we got it from Target. Okay. Or something. It looks like the ones from Animal Crossing. If you ever had one of those in the game, I don't think I did. It looks like, just like a a giant water drop. Okay, cute. Kind of thing. Let me see if I can find you one. But so, like, this pollen is just eating you up? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. I'm considering... So, like, we talked previously about how I've, like, sort of conquered my fear of needles. So I'm thinking, like, maybe I could try allergy shots because that's a thing that people do. I have wanted to do that for so long. Because it sounds like a blissful existence to just, like, get a shot and be fine. Have you ever, like, looked into what constitutes allergy shots? Like, what the whole processes yes i I didn't know and i have wanted it for so long my god so like 
I was thinking that you go in like quarterly. Here's your spring shot and like you're going to be fine now for spring. But it's not that at all. Like there's two phases to it. So there's the buildup phase, which is you go in one to two times a week for Mm -hmm. six to 12 months to get a shot for your allergies. And you you can't miss a dose because like. Then, then you, that messes like, up relapse. your whole regimen. Yes. Yeah. And then there's the maintenance period, which could be like one to two shots a month for three to five years. And I'm like, holy shit, that's a commitment. But and then I'm thinking, you have to think about it. You could go your golden years in life with no allergies. Yeah. You know? But like what my paranoia is like, what if you develop new allergies in the time that you're doing this treatment and then they don't treat you for those? And like, what if... You're actually allergic to the allergy shots or something. I, uh, I don't know. I have always I just... wanted to go in for where they like prick your back with like the yeah. 15,000 things and you find out all the things that you are allergic to. Yeah. I'm curious about that too because like I just well, you're know allergic I have a, a to everything. <laughs> yes. I have a variety of allergies and I would love to be able to pinpoint what they are. Like maybe it's just like one thing that I'm allergic to, but it's in everything, you know? Oh, see? That's see, you got to do it now. Yeah. So we should go together. <laughs> Let, let's, let's go get tested together. Let's go get tested together. So romantic. <laughs> I just can't wait for them to like do yours. And they're like, okay, you tested for all of them. God. <laughs> Every single one we did. Prick my back and the whole thing just swells up. Maybe you're allergic to needles. <laughs> yeah. So I'm considering it just because. Allergies are so fucking bad. Like, I can't go outside. My eyes swell up and I yeah. can't breathe. And it's just, it's been a mess this season so far. So, so the <sighs> only thing that I can offer, I have gone through so many allergy pills in my time of allergies. Yeah. I was always the worst. Actually, Taylor did throw this out there. Because I was saying how I felt nothing. I was like, I'm, I'm just good. And she goes, well, this is your first allergy season in a long time without toast around. Oh, yeah, true. And I was like, I told you I was allergic to him. (laughs) So I don't know if I overburdened my body by living in cat allergy for so long that now it's like the rest of the stuff don't care. (laughs) Doesn't matter. No bother. But... The best allergy pill I've ever used. You ready? Yes. Uh, Costco. Just like Costco brand? It's a Costco brand pill. It comes with 365 pills in it. So you buy it (laughs) once. You have it for a year, right? Okay. Stu bought me one of those. (laughs) Just brought you in some allergy pills. Yeah. Like three years ago, and I'm still not out because I only need them like two times of the year. I, I don't take them. Every single day. My God. You know, so I still have some and I'm almost out. And I was going to tell him, hey, Stu, could you score me some more allergy pills? (laughs) But I haven't needed any so far in the spring. And really, I feel like I'm past any time that I would need them. Like we're about to exit the allergy season, you know? Yeah. In, In like a month or two. Pretty much. So and maybe it was just toast weighing your body down. I guess I made it through unscathed somehow. Man, I 
I've been on three allergy pills. I take them each and every night, and I'm still like oh, taking God. my inhaler, and I'm still experiencing no. allergies. So I feel like it is no longer at a manageable level. And like it's prescription strength shit too. Like yeah. the Singular, I take that, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to like help with asthma and allergies, and it helps. Like if I if I don't take it, I I fucking can't get out of bed. But yeah, clearly I'm having to supplement it with like Claritin and also Zizol and nothing is working. So so crazy. Yeah. And I've tried like cycling and other pills too. Like I tried Benadryl. I tried, I've I've tried every over the counter medicine in every combination and I'm just (laughs) miserable. So I feel like perhaps the winds of change are blowing me toward the doctor's office. I think the shots are the way to go. You just go ahead and get it done now and you would future Kelsey will thank you. Yeah, I'll you be know done she by the will. time I'm 35. Like, it's a fucking doctorate. <laughs> yeah. I say go for it. Yeah, I'm going to ask my doctor for sure, just because living like this is killing me. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here. It's 2021. Don't we have better ways to do this stuff yet? Right. I remember when I got my braces in college. <clears throat> I got braces... And I was talking to this girl in one of my classes, and she goes, how long have you had yours? And at that point, I'd had them like six months or something, right? Yeah. And she was like, how much longer do you have? And I was like, well, they're normally a year. What are you talking about? And she was like, I had mine like three months and done. She's like, I went to this guy who who doesn't use the square brackets. She said he uses triangle brackets. And for some reason, in that shape, makes your teeth move faster. And I got done in a third of the time. What and the I was fuck? sitting there thinking, if there's people that, de- that like, develop this type of thing to make this stuff better, why isn't it coming out more frequently for us? You know? Right. Why are we still using leeches, you know, <laughs> and shit? We've, we have developed new things. I just feel like in this age of technology we have, how are we not progressing in the field of medicine as fast as well? You know? Well, that's why they call medicine a practice, you know? Like, practice <laughs> makes perfect. Jeez. Yeah, I I feel the same. Like, there's just new stuff coming out all the time. And, like, I mean, think about it. Cancer is still a thing. And it's been Ooh, yeah. several hundred years since we've had people researching that, I'm sure. Maybe not, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, how recent have we started researching cancer? I really think we pretty much hit it hard in, like, the past, I'll go 60 years. Yeah. Since probably, the 50s, at least, right? Yeah. Probably in that time. Yeah, so several decades of research. And they're finally coming out with, like, so the RNA vaccine that they're using for COVID, which, while I'm on this, everyone go get your COVID vaccine. There's a lot of, like, shit in the media right now where everyone's like, oh, the COVID vaccine is not safe. It's causing good blood cuts and stuff. But like, okay, fine. Sure. It causes blood clots in like six people that have taken it. But like yeah. birth control causes blood clots in a way higher percentage than the COVID vaccine ever has. So, yeah. Also, say, think about this. I got my COVID shot. Have no allergies for some reason this year. Coincidence? <laughs> I think, I think not. not. <laughs> my titties grew six sizes. <laughs> and my feet shrank. I don't know. <sighs> but, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so... But yeah, so the RNA vaccine that they developed mm-hmm. for COVID, like, that's a brand new thing. And now they're like, what if we used RNA vaccines to fight cancer? So, like, there's different shit coming out all the time. It's just like, yeah. 
It needs to be tested, I guess, is the, the thing. Is the, That's probably yeah. why we don't see a lot of the developments is because they die somewhere in testing or, like, six people get a blood clot and something gets pulled. And we also don't fund that stuff, though. Medicine's yeah, not worth funding. funding. Which is the most stupid thing. Because like, remember, we, we did discuss this when COVID happened. They were like, oh, this is basically related to SARS. Yeah. If we had kept funding the SARS vaccine, we would basically have one already. Yeah. Which, I mean, they had like half of a vaccine made for SARS. Yeah. So but, it, they were able to just pick up the research where they left off when, you know, yeah. the pandemic occurred. But still, but like, they yeah, had they should... half of it and then went, oh, the cases are going down, pull the funding, and they stopped it. Exactly. Finish it. Because you don't know when it could come back. Clearly, because here we are. <laughs> Clearly. It's like it's like Maybe NASA. it's just the funding. Yeah. I, they need to fund science and, like, <clears throat> pursuits of knowledge and stuff, you know? Like, of course, we've been to the moon, but don't you want to go back? Don't you want to go back? Come on. Fund like, do NASA. we want to go back? I think there's more to learn about the moon. What's well, on mean, the dark probably. side of it? Not, I mean, probably Pink Floyd, and I would hate that. What if what if Frankenstein's up there? What if there's something up there? It's just hey, it's been lonely. <laughs> Hanging out on the dark side of the moon. I want to go past that. I'm like, I'm more about Mars these days. <clears throat> yeah, let's go ahead sure. and make Mars habitable so that I can leave Earth now. Let's get to Mars, okay? I would gladly be like a colonizer pioneer for Mars. Have to be growing food and all that stuff. If it Have just meant potatoes, yeah. If it meant just less of the just the shit that is here on Earth, you know, <laughs> and more of the shit that's there on Mars. I mean, I feel like that would be like our small town talk, you know. But it's the ultimate small town because it's only that one town <laughs> on that like planet. Six people. Yeah, I think I'd be down with that. Just I be wonder, like, hey, like, how long does it take you to to rocket video games this way? <laughs> <laughs> how long will it take you guys to get overwatch up here man i just wonder like what it would take to colonize mars like i think about space travel a lot and just like thinking about how far away it is and how you would have to send people there and like we don't have like cryo freeze technology yet so you can't make them sleep the whole journey so it's literally just like what a four-year journey or whatever to Something. get to mars I could play so many games and watch so many movies on the way there. <laughs> Do a Lord of the Rings marathon. You have time. Yeah, I would be down. I'm down for a four-year trip. It's fine. Would you go to Mars if you knew you could never come back? Uh, depends. On what? Did, did the new God of War games conclude before I left? Do I know what <laughs> happened? And if I go out there, do I get a copy? Are you going to send me ones? Or are you asking me to leave behind... All of my my uh, stories and entertainment as well. Because I think in that case, no, I would not leave. Yeah. I wonder, like, I, I wonder if they get bored. Like, do astronauts get bored? They have... Of course they get bored. I mean, they're doing, like, research and stuff. And you can look out the window and see, like, so much cool stuff. And, and they have... probably just like, oh, it's the same billion stars. Okay. I don't Nothing know, man. Either. I feel like if I was an astronaut and I was looking out the space window, I don't think it would ever get old. But it's novel for now, you know. But yeah. if it became standard, because do you go out and look at the sky and think the same thing, you know? Like Cause currently? Yeah, because you've had it for 30 years, you know? 
Yeah. Do you still I get mean, the same wonder and just like, wow, you know? Whenever I'm able to get out to like a non-light polluted area, absolutely. Like you look up and you see the actual Milky Way and it's like, what? You can see it from Earth? Can you imagine all of our ancestors and stuff? They just got to see that every day. Right. They <laughs> and they just, just like, like oh, took it for cool. granted, probably. Or maybe not. I don't know. It's, no, they probably loved it. Cavemen laying there looking at the Milky Way. I sure hope I don't get eaten while I enjoy this view. <laughs> uh, well, one more thing about the whole getting better with science stuff. I was okay. just going to say, because LASIK is the big one that I'm looking at doing next. Yeah. Like, that's the that's the procedure that I really want. I was into the allergy one, but I do know how, like, intensive it was. Yeah. So like, you know what? I'm more about the LASIK. Like, I want that. That shit's one and done. And that has come so far, even. Yes. you used to have to, like, implant things in your eye, which you can still do that version. Yeah. But why would you not want the one where they don't cut your eye and they just do it and you're just good to go? Right, yeah. Why would you n- why, why would you choose any other option? Don't cut my eye, bro. <laughs> I don't want that. Get away from my eye. You can ask Richard all about his eye surgery. He had the he had the one where they like lift the flap up and stick a permanent contact lens in there. Yeah, see, I don't want that. That one's actually kind of a newer procedure. Like the he was only a candidate because his vision was like so bad that they yeah. couldn't do normal LASIK on him. So they were like, we could just put a whole contact lens inside your eyeball. And then, but, but like what happens later? Cause your vision changes, you know, it shouldn't change. Like once you reach uh, like a vision plateau is when you're eligible to do it. So once your vision has stayed the same for the last five years or whatever, which has had, I mean, I think I changed like 0.5 last time I went. But yeah. that was the first change that had happened in three years, four years. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm probably there now. I would love to do it, though. You should do it. The it's idea expensive, but like... Of no more glasses and stuff. It's just... Yeah. Ugh. Like, Richard still wakes up and he's like, I can't believe I don't have to put my glasses on. And I'm I like, know. can you fucking help me find mine then? I don't know where I put them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my vision was just, like, slightly better. Like, I don't mind having glasses. I think they suit my face, but... yeah. Just to be able to wake up and, like, actually see something or shower and be able to see something. Yeah. It must be nice. Never known that. Nope. <laughs> well, what else is going on in your world? Um, we had some renovations to the house. Yeah, so I thought that was supposed to happen later. It was. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, we had been, like, scheduling this renovation for some time now like the last couple of weeks we've been you know doing the research and calling the contractors and all that and uh so we're having where we had our carpet and the hallway and the Mm -hmm. living room and dining room it's all just like ripped out essentially the kitchen yeah uh tile and we're putting down a wood look tile so it's ceramic tile but it looks like wood planks okay and it's very pretty but like so the contractor called us on Wednesday of last week and he's like okay you guys are all set to start on Monday and we were like that's perfect and then so part of the deal was that like we have to move the small stuff out of the way they'll move the big stuff like the bed and the wardrobe and the dressers and all that but yeah. like we have to get you know the blankets off the bed and we have to get Knick-knacks the clothes out of the wardrobe yeah just yeah. stuff off of surfaces basically and uh, we also had to 
room of the toilet from the bathroom because they're doing the bathroom also. We were like, yeah, we'll have all that done by Monday. So we had like planned to finish it over the weekend and all that. I would and call then, that a big thing, the toilet. Yeah, it's a pretty they big thing. They should have it was to do that. Be, but whatever. They, they could have done it, but it was going to be like an extra like $200, $300. And we were like, mm, we'll do it. That's stupid. Okay. I know. <laughs> so that was Wednesday. The contractor called and then uh, we went to bed. And then at eight o'clock the next fucking morning, the doorbell rings and the contractors are there and they're like, hey, we're here to start your tiling. And we're like, no, you're not. <laughs> Why are you here? You're supposed to be here on Monday. And the guys are like, well, they told us today. And like, well, there's like so much shit that we haven't done that we literally had planned yeah. to do over the course of the entire weekend. And like, it just nothing was done. And so we had to like shoo them away. And then they were like, okay, but we're going to be back tomorrow because you're scheduled and we got to get you done. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. So I had God. to like take that morning off of work and we moved all of our shit into like my home office and living room like just crammed it all into the front of the house basically and then had the realization like where are the cats gonna be during all this because they're gonna Uh have doors open and like they're gonna be stepping in the grout and all that whatever that's happening so we decided to lock the cats in my podcasting studio here just to like keep them in one area keep them contained but then like also we would have to have a person in here with them because you can't have the cats alone because they howl they get crazy yeah they have separation anxiety so especially when when i get away from wicked because like his whole existence he's only known like mama is here and i am with her (laughs) so um so put all the cats in my studio and dragged this old twin mattress that we have into the studio and i was like i guess i'm just gonna sleep in here for the weekend with the cats and the litter box in this like eight by 10 room. Yeah. That's just full of, full of stuff. So mm-hmm. we also didn't really account for the fact that like they were going to have to tile off the hallway, which would block me off from getting to the kitchen and also the bathroom. Okay. So <laughs> it's just like me alone in this room, like having to pee and thirsty as fuck and not able to eat because I can't get to the kitchen. So like, Did you have to use the litter box, Kelsey? No, thank (laughs) God, no. (laughs) Uh, The Tylers were so nice as to, like, leave the last chunk of hallway till the very last minute. And they they tiled, like, half of it one night and then the other half the other night. So I was able to get back and forth. There was a period where, like, they had just laid the tile and I couldn't walk on it. So there was like five hours that I couldn't go to the bathroom. And of course that was the time my body was like, we have to go to the bathroom immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had to like sit tight and like hold it. And I felt like a five-year-old on the train or something. I don't know. And then I don't just having the cats in here was tough on them because they don't like to be enclosed in a small space for a long time. So like I say they, but only one of them doesn't. It's Boosh. She's like, she needs to be free and roam like a wild animal all around the yeah. house. And she starts like just throwing punches at the cats every day and throwing punches at me and not sleeping and hissing and just being oh, a general menace. It was, it was a time, man. I was in this room with them for like a day, two and a half days. And <laughs> Just a small, stinky, cramped room. Me and three animals. And it's so hot back here because they had to turn off the AC. And I was going to say, was... what was it like uh, sleeping with a scream shitter? Oh, my God. 
<laughs> so he's getting like sort of better with it. Like he doesn't holler as bad as he used to, as long as somebody is with him. So like with me being in the room with him, yeah, <laughs> basically he'll just like look at me and be like, ah, ah, while he goes. <laughs> He's not bad when somebody's watching him. He needs, like, to maintain eye contact. I really want to know what's going through his mind. I do, too, man. It's just, like, whenever someone is not actively in the room with the litter box with him, that's when he's just like, hello, help. So, uh, yeah, he was mostly good. And Richard passed me food through the window. (laughs) What? That was that was our life for two and a half days. Why didn't you just crawl out the window to then go to the bathroom somewhere? I mean, I guess I could have, but it's like, a, a, I don't know, high drop down into mud. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Too. So. That'd but be the best done. DoorDash ever. Just like, can, can you come to the window? Come to my window. window. <laughs> God. <sighs> yeah. So it's done now. It looks really good. I'm happy we did it. It's, it looks so much better. We had like super ugly green ass carpet from the 90s that i really hated yeah and it's all gone and it looks so much better i did see your picture of it it does look awesome thank you um and i'm actually so this would have been like if they had been keeping the schedule this would have been day two of the renovation which means the cats would all be in here with me as we're recording this and yeah. it would have been absolutely terrible so i'm glad that they mistakenly came early that's perfect yeah, they were able to get it all done over the weekend, which was a blessing in disguise. Well, good. I'm glad that you made it through that horrible ordeal. But <laughs> when you told me they were coming early, you know what it made me think of? What? It made me think of Shit's Creek. Why? Because <laughs> there was an episode where they were getting Ronnie to do something for him. And she was like, well, I'll, I'll just have it when I have it. So I'll do it when I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, I guess that's just a thing for contractors. They go, it must be. Well, I'm ready. Like, I have it. It's time to do it. You know, that is the life. We've had contractors once before to do the roof. And like, they also arrived early. And I was like, not ready for them. But that's just that's just life, I guess. That's just contractor life. It sure is. Always early. I guess better than late. I mean, that sounds pretty good. Like, it sounds like a good gig. Like, Contractors are always early. Good on them. Sure. Let's see. So you did that. Uh, I partook in my yearly thing this year. Oh, yeah? I watched the Oscars. All right. So we didn't do our thing like we did last year where no. we like picked winners and stuff. But it was yeah. such, a, such a weird year. You want to know why? Why? I'd seen none of them. Yeah. And I still tried it and I got four. Really? So... <laughs> My mom got 11, so she won again this year. Nice. So, screw you, mom. <laughs> I was like, you know less than me. You you haven't even heard of these. She's like, I know, but I know it's going to win. And she picked it every single one. She got them right every time. Oh, my God. Pissed That's me kind off. of awesome. Secret no. superpower. I thought you would like to know about how they handled COVID protocols. Yeah. Because it's a giant show. It's a giant affair, you know. Right. So, like, I kind of figured they would do... I guess social distance seating, but like at the same time, the Oscars, like the the thing about the Oscars is always like zoom in on a celebrity and they're surrounded by other celebrities and stuff. Yeah. So what they did was they held it in a different theater, right? Okay. And 
they kind of had like big booth seating things. So they would sit like maybe four or five people in a single area together. Okay. And then there would be some distancing to the next little booth, right? Interesting. But their big thing was they still had like a thousand people or so there. Yeah. But the deal was they would put 170 in the room at any given time and then they would rotate those people. So once you were in the room (laughs) and you left, you were done with the show. Like you didn't get to go back in that room. Okay. That was to minimize uh, exposure period. So I guess if one person in one set may have had something, they would only affect the room for however long they were in it, you know? Okay. And then they would never show back up. So I kind of figured what they were doing was potentially rotating in people for when that type of award was going to be given out. So Yeah, like all the sound designers get in here. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what I figured they were doing. Uh, A lot of people uh, did remote in. Okay. It was different. It was a very different version of the show. Yeah. Uh, Probably one of the worst ones that I'd seen, though. Did they have a host or was it just like a presenter? They they basically got a new host every rotation. Okay. So like somebody was announcing these and doing stuff for that and pre- like t- talking to the people. And then yeah. all of a sudden commercial break. Now we have a new person that's talking to you this entire time. So there were different people every single time. Okay. And then at one point they tried to play a game with the room. That was weird. Okay. <laughs> like, why do we want to watch these celebrities play play a game together, you know? What, what kind of, like, Monopoly or? It was during the music and song stuff. So they were like, all right, we're going to play a song, and you have to tell us if it won the Academy Award, was nominated, or didn't do anything. That's right? boring. <laughs> and then they played three songs and just would ask somebody what it was. You know? Okay. And that is the kind of stuff they do at the Best Picture Showcase. But okay. I guess it's more fun because you're in a room with other buffs. You're not watching TV and watching people that literally don't care to play this game. Right. You know? They're like, okay, did I win this award or what? You know? Yeah. But uh, Glenn Close really shook the house down because they made her play. And they played a song called The Butt. Okay. <laughs> and he was like, you'll never get this. And she goes, oh, I know everything about this song. It was like, Spike Lee had it made for uh, this one movie. And that movie got nominated for nothing. So it was skipped over. It was not nominated. What? And they were like, holy shit. You're right, Glenn Close. Okay. And they were like, that's cool. But can you do the butt? And then she got up and did the butt in front <laughs> of everybody on TV. And it was the best part of the show. Oh, my God. That's awesome. It was the best. Hands down, the single greatest thing they did the entire show. Well, that's wonderful. I thought you would have liked this. This really caught me. They were talking about, you know, the fashion of the Oscars, right? Okay. They were like, a lot of people use their fashion not just to look good, but to also make their statements or their voices heard, right? Yeah. So there were a lot of people that had, like, Breonna Taylor's name on their on their dress or something. and okay. Different people were calling out different movements and stuff with their fashion as well. Yeah. But that was like a pre-show thing. And they showed a clip from RuPaul's Drag Race. And it just like, I was like, holy shit. 
I need to get back on that show. <laughs> they had this one person. They came out in, like, this elegant white gown dress thing, right? Okay. And then when they turned around, the back of the hat had say their names with, like, blood running from the... So, like, the front was a totally normal outfit, right? Whoa. But then when they turned around, it said say their names with red running down, and then there were, like, bullet holes in the dress with blood, like, all over the back. This was an outfit that somebody wore to the Oscars? No. That was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I was like, that sounds amazing. But... But but they were talking about how people are using their fashion for this stuff, and they showed I really that see clip. That outfit. And I was like, "Holy shit! What has RuPaul got going on on that show?" Because that was, it looked amazing. I, I was wanna, like, "Wow!" I see this. I'm typing in "say their names" outfit. Oh yeah. Let's see. Did you get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, from the front, nothing, and then the back, I was like, "Holy shit!" Jesus. I was like, wow, that's amazing. It's funny. That's not even at the Oscars, but they showed it in the pre-show to just to talk about how people are using fashion to show that, right? Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's, that one's like a punch in the face, you know? Yeah. I was like, that's a good one. That's amazing. So was anything like that at the Oscars? No. No, boo. No, they didn't even have really many... Of anything, because they showed some people at, like, the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards. There were people that had, like, Stop Asian Hate on their clutch purses and stuff. Okay. People with, you know, the different names on their shirts. But at the Oscars, that that didn't seem to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, Some people did bring that up in their speeches, which the speeches were weird this time. I guess because the show was different, they didn't play anybody off. Oh, really? <laughs> they and were just like, nobody was trying to hurry. All right. Every speech was so was so slow and so boring. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is when we should be playing people off now. And it never happened. Well. One person was like, okay, I got to do this quick before they play me off. And I was like, have you not seen the 10 other people before you? <laughs> they won't do that. But he just goes, thanks. Bye. And then he left. And I was like, thanks. Right. Love this. That's good. So there was a lot of good stuff in there. Your um, Borat stuff didn't win anything. Oh, really? No, it didn't win. I really wanted uh, Tutar to win for a supporting actress. Yeah, they talked about her, but she did not win it. She was amazing, man. I was actually surprised at who they picked for that one. Who did they pick? It was this lady that plays a grandmother in the Korean family drama movie, Minari. Okay. I mean, I saw some clips and it was pretty good, but I was, I really thought they were going to do Amanda Seyfried. For what role? Uh, she was in Mank. Oh. But I good just old Mank. was like, they'll probably pick her. She's probably do one. Did Mank win Best Picture? No. Good. <laughs> I just uh, don't like Citizen Kane. So, Best Picture, they actually didn't even save for the end. And that's something what? that I wanted to tell you about. Yeah, let me That's weird. combing through my notes here. Okay, they picked they picked Nomadland. Okay, yeah, Frances McDormand always wins. Yeah, and she won Best Actress. And her oh, yeah. speech was was a thing, man. Okay, she usually gives like a like a weird or or very good speech. It was a weird one. She okay. she just came up and said, 
it almost seemed really cocky. Oh? She she kind of came up and just said, you know what? You know, we as actress let our... I'm just... I'm just going to let the sword speak for itself. The sword being our work. We as actors know that our work is our sword. And, um... And work is good. So thanks for this. And then walk okay. out. <laughs> it was weird. She's an oddball. Yeah. Part of the whole thing was... They did best movie, best picture, like third from last, and saved actress and actor for the end. Okay. Okay. And every news story has focused on the ending to the Oscars. Okay. Because of this. But before I get there, my other problem, one of my favorite things I do is the in memoriam when people have died. That's one of your favorite things? I love seeing that because it's this great tribute to these people that we've lost, you know? And there's okay. people that usually I don't know that have died that, sh- yeah, that true. Like, show up in there. Well, they lead it by going, tons of people died from COVID. Yeah, obviously. There's a lot in here. And there were so many people in it that they only really showed people's names for one second and then moved on to the next one. So it was just like, God. name, 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 name. And you didn't really focus on anybody. That sucks. So my mom was like, that's so disrespectful. Look at all these people. And you basically just go like, hopefully you can read fast enough. <laughs> Maybe they should have like grouped them, you know, put like five that's people up on said. one slide for five seconds instead of one for one. Yeah. Like maybe group a bunch of writers together, you know? Yeah. Like, here's, here's like some of the writers we lost. Here's some of the producers. Here's some of the casting people like they can do that but they showed the people's pictures their name and it was like one to two seconds and then gone okay it, it was just blowing through these people's names and even chadwick bozeman was the ending to that video and it was just like God. chadwick gone done can Real you believe quick, he right? died fucking i can't just not even a year ago like yeah yeah so because one of my favorite ones was when Carrie Fisher had died. Yeah. When they did the in memoriam for that one, when they hit like some of the bigger names, they would show like a scene, like like one of the scenes that you would know from that person, you know? Yeah. And it would really drive home that like, I'm going to miss that person, you know? Right. And all we got this time was, was their name and a picture for one second. Yeah, that sucks. Like, it didn't feel like we missed them at all, you know? Now, right. let's just, you could have just typed those names out in a tabloid and been done. They just, like, scrolled by super fast in Comic Sans. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of how it felt. So, I was kind of let down by that, because I was expecting, you know, some grandiose thing like they usually do. Yeah. But so, that didn't work. But that leads me right into the big controversy. Okay. So they did Best Picture, and then they go, let's do Best a- Actress, and then we're going to end on Best Actor. And I think the producers had an idea of how the show was going to end. Okay. Right? So Joaquin Phoenix comes out, because he oh was boy. doing the one for Best Actor. <laughs> okay. And he was fine. Why do you think he was going to do something? Don't you remember his speech last year where he got like... Well, that was his speech. <laughs> Although this speech was not much better, because he okay. goes, they told me to talk about acting and getting lost in the role and i don't think that's ever happened to me so all i can say is (laughs) you guys do a good job 
here's the nominees. And then he just went on, right? <laughs> All right. But so he does the best actor ones. And I even picked who I thought was going to win, right? Yeah. And I skipped somebody's name. Like, I didn't even really read it still. So they go over it and they got uh, Riz Ahmed from Sound of Metal, right? Uh-huh. Which Sound of Metal cleaned house. Really? It took so many awards. I was a bit surprised. It makes me want to see it all the more now. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Gary Oldman, because he's fucking Gary Oldman, you know? Right. I picked uh, Glenn, because I figured I find it interesting that this Walking Dead guy is now up for best actor. I'm going to give it to him, right? Hell yeah. And then Chadwick Boseman is up for a posthumous award. Okay, for, for Black Panther or for what? Uh, for Black Panther's too long ago. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which also cleaned a lot of house. And I have no idea what that movie is. I've never heard of it. No. So there's a lot of these movies I got to figure out what they are. Yeah. I think that one's another play turned movie. Okay. Because it's got Viola Davis in it. And she was in that one with Denzel, like... The Fences or something. I love her. So that seems to be her thing. They're taking these older plays and bringing them into like a movie form, which is really cool. Okay. Yeah, I like that. So the small Rainey's Black Bottom was in there and, and it took makeup, costuming and all kinds of stuff. So it's apparently really, really good. Okay. But I was like, oh shit, I didn't even think about it. Chadwick Boseman is on this list. And I was like, I wonder if they would kind of just give him the award because he had died. You know? Yeah. Like, I wonder if that's going to be the thing. And I think that's what they thought was going to happen. I think the producers thought that as well. And they were like, oh, tearjerker ending, right? Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Were the producers not informed of, like, who was going to win? Nobody knows who wins until oh. the ballot is opened. Well, shit. Okay. Yeah. They, they don't know. But I think they were banking on it. Right? Yeah. So they do the thing. Joaquin Phoenix reads out the names and then he goes, Anthony Hopkins. And he's not here. So I accept the award on his behalf. Good night, everybody. And it (laughs) ended. Oh my God. Weird. Awkward. So the world has been blowing up because I think the world thought Chadwick Boseman was going to get it. And we gave it to one of the oldest white dudes on the planet. Yeah. And he wasn't even there. Yeah, that sucks. Like, he he wasn't there, so they just had to go, that's all, folks. And <laughs> well, just thanks close for coming. It was a weird ending. And every news story that I see has been talking about the ending to the Oscars and how it was the worst thing that's ever happened. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. I hadn't seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I don't know that he should have won, you know? I'm going to Google it just so I have a visual i mean i only went with glenn because i was like i just think it's cool that glenn's up for one yeah i was like wow good on like he's he came from being you know hey you in the tank quit being stupid you know and now he's like (laughs) up for best actor that's crazy to me you know but uh i did want to go ahead and give a shout out to jose i'm sorry over the moon did not win oh best animated but the one that i said was gonna win did win oh which which one did you say i forget it was soul 
Soul, really? I knew it was going to be Soul, and I'm not pleased with that. Yeah, I mean, I did of, like Soul, but at the I same mean, time... <laughs> I don't think it was the best. Okay. I haven't seen any of the other ones, so. um, We did make history. Okay. Uh, for directing, we had our first woman of color winner. Fuck yeah. I think she's Chinese. So we had a Chinese woman win best director. Okay. So that was history. That was good. Very underplayed. Because normally they have, like, the announcer. It's like, oh, this person's been nominated ten times before and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Right? None of that happened. So basically, unless you knew that that's what just happened, you just went, oh, some girl won now. Good. Oh, man. So they didn't have, like... There's no kind of fanfare, no information given about it. You just kind of was like, oh, she won. Good for her. That sucks. It, it was just a very weird Oscars. It's like they didn't think about how to do stuff, you know? <laughs> like, they could have they could have I mean, had an announcer, right? They even delayed it. They delayed this Oscars to get ready, but it seems like they didn't get ready. Yeah. Short animated film. Did you ever see If Anything Happens, I Love You? No, that sounds sad as fuck, though. <laughs> you should watch it. But I picked that, and I got that one. Okay. I'm just, like, combing through here. I knew Tenet was going to win visual effects, because it's, like, an Inception-style movie, you know? Right. And, yeah, nothing else. So, I don't know. It was a pretty lackluster, pretty lackluster show. Cool. <laughs> and now, everybody's mad at it. Because of the way it ended with Anthony Hopkins? Yeah. So, was he just, like... So, you had... They said... You said that they had people call in, like, via Zoom, right? Yeah, a lot of people and he just, did. Was he just not on the Zoom call, I guess? I guess not. I guess he... I was like, do you think he thought he wasn't going to get it? He was yeah. like, oh, that will go to good old Chadwick. And then they gave it to him, and he's like, oh, shit, I wasn't ready for that. Oh, there's a story, just a headline that I'm reading by... A publication called The Independent. It says Anthony Hopkins offered to accept his Oscar on Zoom, but was denied by the Academy. Probably because they were like, nah, it's not going to go to him. Okay. <laughs> I really think they thought Chadwick was going to get it. Because why would they make that the last sh the last award of the night? Yeah. And then so, tell him that he can't accept it on the call. Because they're like, we don't need to waste time with you. Yeah. Because you oh, won't get it. He was like all the way home in Wales, too. Well, I doubt he was going to come out with COVID and stuff, you know? Yeah. On his speech, he said, I want to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman, who was taken from us far too early. I really did not expect this, so I feel very privileged and honored. So that's sweet, I guess. I'm not mad at Anthony. I love that man. Yeah. He's, he's, he's one of my favorite humans on this planet. He's he's a good dude. That fool can act, man. I love yeah. him. He's great. It's funny. I just pulled him up, and all of his top movies here are Hannibal Lecter things. And I was like, I think about him being such a sweet man. I know, right? But er everybody knows him as, you know, a cannibal dude. The gentle soul Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, it was, um, I mean, Taylor even kind of just gave up like halfway through. She was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> okay. Because she's usually into it, but also she couldn't be because we didn't get the best picture showcase. We haven't seen anything. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to care about the Oscars this year. I mean, it was. I watched it out of just my love for the movies, you know? Yeah. 
just out of habit, kind of. And there was no love for the movies really presented at the show. Boo. Although, you know what? I'll give you one final thing to close out on. Okay. In the pre-show, they did discuss this, and I will be going. Okay. Did you know there is a movie museum that is opening later this year? Where? In L.A. Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's called the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures. Nice. They talked all about its construction, all this cool stuff. I am pulling it up right now. I'd like for you to see a picture. It's a very awesome building. So what they did was they, they actually took that building on the front. That's an old, like abandoned empty building that was in Hollywood all this time and they renovated it to make it part of the museum so they've kept some old piece of Hollywood to make new again right cool and then the big sphere is actually a movie theater where they will start doing movie premieres later oh my god it looks like Epcot how big is that fucking theater it's like five stories tall it's a thousand seats I think and it's underneath the dome because the dome is a giant like place that you can go walk out onto and look out over uh, L.A. and stuff. Oh, cool. So here's the image right here. When does this open? Uh, September 30th of this year. Oh, that's pretty. And I will be going. They have like the original C-3PO in there, R2-D2's ah. in there. Like they have this, this whole Star Wars section. They've got different eras of film but the like coup de grace the opening (laughs) thing right okay when you walk into the building i would like to get a picture of him and i will have to go pull out an sd card of mine to show you my picture of him is it bruce yep ha they do in fact have yep right there there was one bruce Leftover. (laughs) The leftover Bruce. So, basically, all of them were made out of rubber. Uh Uh-huh. And the movie went over budget and went over schedule. They hated this movie, so they trashed everything when it got made. Oh, my God. And then, guess what? It was a huge fucking hit. fucking hit, yeah. And things just, like, you know, went missing. And people would find... Bruce, like, old, like, decrepit sharks out in these, like, junkyards and stuff, right? Jesus, okay. Well, so, out in L.A., there was a junkyard that this, these, these guys were, like, cleaning up old cars and found this old decrepit wooden shark that was used for scale, right? Oh. And they hung him up at the front of their garage for years, right? Oh, my God. They donated him to the museum, and they have since restored him. And he is what hangs front and center when you first walk into this new museum. That's so awesome. Oh, my God. He looks so cool. Yeah, here he is all cleaned up. Clean Bruce. Good old clean Bruce. So, I have to go to this museum. I'm going to go. Me yeah. and my mom are going to go, like, maybe as soon as it opens. That might be something <laughs> I'm doing in October. Okay. Like, for sure. Because I will die inside. 
Yeah. Yeah, that that was like the one good thing, because before the Oscars started, they had promos and commercials about this building nonstop. Oh, my God. In case anybody else is interested in the movies or cares about that stuff, this opens up September 30th, and it's supposed to be amazing. I love this dome thing. It looks like a Star Wars building. I know. I love it. Speaking of Star Wars, man, you know this episode that we're recording this very moment? It comes out on, well, I guess May the 3rd. So True. <laughs> tomorrow, folks, have a happy May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. May and, the 4th uh, be with you, Kelsey. Bad Batch is coming out, so I'm going to fucking shit my pants and watch it. Oh, my it. God. Okay. I'm so excited. I hope it's good. It's, it's going to be good. It can't be bad. Oh. Um, I'm going to close you out with one other thing. Okay. I was talking to my mom and dad while I was there about how our yard out here is nothing but mud. Yeah. And I hate it, right? So they were like, well, we had bought some grass seed. Uh, We still have, like, a leftover bag. You want it? I was like, sure. Right? Why not? So we come home and go to sprinkle out the grass seed. So I have a small bag, okay? Okay. How much would you spread in the backyard? Oh, all, all of it? I don't I have no concept. So you also have no concept. Because <laughs> Taylor basically just ripped it open and just like dumped it out in one spot. Okay, well, I know you don't do that. You, like sprinkle it out like with a one of those those hand crank things. Yeah, but I didn't want to get one, so I was like, I'll just, like, you know, shake my hand and just, just like, yeah, go just all like over it, right? quarter cup it all over the place. Yeah, I was like, you know, like, a nice even layer. Well, we have this yeah. one section that's just blue from all the grass seed. Oh, no. <laughs> Taylor's like, wouldn't we use the whole bag? Like, like, we have the bag. And I was like, but it's grass. It'll grow and then, you know, spread itself. We don't need all that. So I have a feeling we're going to have one patch of grass that is, like, thick grass. Just one, like, fucking lush square foot. Like, the rest of it will be nice and even, and then we're going to have, like, grass right there. <laughs> okay. I told Taylor I was going to ask you, and she was like, why would you ask her? I was like, why would you say it that way? And she goes, she got rid of grass for rocks. <laughs> I did. Clearly, she doesn't care for grass. And I was like, oh, you, you, you do have a point. <laughs> And you just proved that correct, so cool. Yep. Uh, you ready to clean up the shark? We're just going to clean up the shark. Let's clean up the shark. Hey, guys. Please, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Go find your friend that watched the Oscars and see what they thought about it. Be like, hey, you know what? Yimtope thought the same thing. Go find you a friend that wants to clean up some old sharks. Tell them that we already know about some sharks getting cleaned up. We have stuff for everybody, okay? Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. Because we release weekly every Monday. We just discussed that darn Monday kept us from being on May the 4th, but we still wish you one anyway. And if you have a second, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It would really help us out so much so that we will be there for every Monday to come and every May the 4th to come as well. Okay, folks, don't forget that you can always find us and friend us on each and every social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We just did a whole month of horror on Twitch to celebrate our podcasting anniversary. We've been together for two years, two whole years, guys. Twitch is a fun place for us. We do a lot of stuff out there. We're trying to make it a bigger thing 
part of Yimtope. So let us know what you want to see. If you want to see like more just talking streams, if you want to see some some more gaming streams, you know. Um, I know if that you want to see several requests for longer games, we do from so some I people think, right now. So I think we should really look into doing a longer game for the next one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we could do the same thing, make it a month, but just a different piece of that one game. Yeah. So there's thoughts. There's thoughts. We're working on it. We are working on it. Um, if you want to see us review some games or some movies or some TV shows, there is always Patreon. We are out there. You can support us for as little as $2 a month if you would like to get access to our Discord community. That also gets you access to our little mini episodes that come out each and every Sunday just before the big one drops. Uh, if you upgrade to that, if you upgrade to that $5 tier, that's when you gain access to our YouTube reviews of video games, movies, TV, etc., etc. Uh, we have just recorded the one for Fright Night, so that is going to be up on YouTube for our patrons. Um, next month is something I'm very excited for that we're not going to reveal yet, but it's hard to keep a lid on it. We got the next, we got the next several months planned, guys. We're excited for all of it. Um, so yeah, let's find us out on Patreon if you love us. Uh, we love all of our supporters. Thank you guys so, so much for keeping us going and doing um yes we appreciate you so so much we do if you would like to support the show emotionally you can send us an email at ymbtyp at gmail.com give us that listener mail um tell us what you think about the oscars tell us what you think about clean bruce he's so shiny uh what else what else how how would you how would you seed grass in your yard (laughs) have you ever had a grass catastrophe do you have a lush yard like hank hill (laughs) <laughs> tell me the ways although i don't really want to be that into it because it's, it's an apartment complex and i just wanted less mud yeah your dog's gonna poop directly on that like one lush patch i know it's just <laughs> that lush square foot with just two just, big droppings just the poop and strip you know <laughs> and our theme song is the groom reaper blows the horn by farage please check him out on youtube go go show him some love with all of his awesome music I don't know how he does it, but he keeps cranking out the coolest tunes. Go check them out and enjoy them as well. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. How scared am I going to be when I see giant Bruce in my face when I walk in the door? sound we wanted you to hear i have a very important question okay when you eat your smarties do you eat the red ones last no do you suck them very slowly or you crunch them very fast